listening to the My Pet Podcast, the show for pet lovers of Australia and around the world. Proudly brought to you by Australia's trusted online pet supply store, Vet and Pet Direct. Hi, and welcome to My Pet Podcast. I'm Beck, and I'm joined by resident vet Dr. Glenn. Hello, everyone. First off, I want to mention that this is our episode 20 of the My Pet Podcast. Hooray! We've survived 20 episodes together (laughs) we'll see if we get through this one so i hope you've been tuning in and listening to our conversations because we've covered a fair few topics now yeah getting some good information out there i think that's the idea people seem to be enjoying it so that's good so i guess today will be no different absolutely we're going to sort of um we're going to bust maybe a little bit of a myth i guess um because well some people know better, but others don't, I guess. So we're going to talk about fleas, but in particular, winter fleas. Good old winter fleas. Yes, which aren't really a thing, but we'll get to that. So first off, I'll just remind you, it's just general information. And as always, if you've got any um, problems, you're best to seek uh, some advice from your veterinarian. And this may or may not be suitable for you and your pets. But our question today, Glenn, is can my pets get uh fleas in winter depends if the winter fleas have uh, emerged from wherever they reside during the rest of the year or in the summer fleas if they pack their little bags and, and tom- <laughs> to the to- to- turtle off off north no they don't go to flea service they just they just head north um for winter because summer fleas obviously can't survive in winter anywhere where the winter is so they must go north of the equator i assume yeah when is <laughs> rear end at the moment. Yeah, look, I mean, fleas are fleas, guys. They, they are, yeah. Fleas, all fleas are cat fleas, um, and whether they're ground fleas or winter fleas, they're all fleas. Um, and, and just because they're cat fleas doesn't mean dogs don't get them. Yeah, there's, there's lots of little misnomers about fleas, but uh, some people, uh, and I assume it started when dogs used to live outside, and you'd throw oh, them okay, some yeah. food a couple of times a week, and otherwise ignore them. <laughs> when dogs were dogs, okay. yeah. Um, and if it was cold outside, and the dogs were living full-time outside, yes, the fleas' life cycle is certainly less efficient um, when it's cold. And if you're living somewhere where it's really, really, really cold, uh, as in freezing, yep, yep, baby fleas don't like getting frozen. Yep. Um, so, so they don't survive. So they don't survive. And, and they just, uh, the eggs hatch a lot slower and mm-hmm. the whole life cycle slows down significantly when it's um, when it's quite cold. But A, most Australia doesn't get very cold. Not um, cold enough. Not no. cold enough. Um, and B, um most pets these days don't spend all their time outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and the ones that do are probably underneath the back of the veranda and somewhere in their dog kennels and that sort of thing. So, yeah, I mean, there's there's environment that is happy for fleas to still reproduce um, and therefore winter fleas are a bit of a misnomer, really. Mm. Yeah. Yes. And, and in actual fact, like your winter fleas, or let's just say fleas because it's not a winter fleas, <laughs> you can get them. And if you're not um, keeping on top of that control, that flea outbreak, you may not see an outbreak as such in winter, but you may see it come on then in the spring and the summer. Yeah, I mean, as it warms up, they they reproduce faster and it can certainly get worse. Um, But realistically, you know, yeah, I see pets with fleas all year round. Mm, Um, And and that's why there's still fleas around because if they all disappeared in winter, um, they would would come back the next summer. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's right. right. Um, So, yeah, so it's it's really – it isn't a seasonal problem as such. I mean, if you've got fleas anywhere in the environment, 
alarm and that could be you know on your pets or that could be on the dogs next door or the cats yeah. next door or your mother's dog that visits once a month and mm-hmm. she isn't on um, adequate uh, flea control and then you know contaminates your place there's, there's lots of different ways that um, fleas can get to your place and if your pet is on good long-term effective flea control those uh, initial couple of fleas should get um, killed off and, and controlled and you're not going to have a population problem yeah. if your pet isn't on something that's that's killing fleas in the long term um, and you miss those first couple of fleas then you've got a couple of thousand fleas you know four weeks later and then you've got a couple hundred thousand fleas four weeks after that they breed like crazy breed like it's crazy yeah one flea can just yeah turn into hundreds of thousands very yeah, quickly it's something like three thousand eggs a day per yeah. female it's um it's a lot that is a lot yeah per female guys so <laughs> and the other thing that fleas are really good at is that they can stay in that is it the pupae stage for a long period of time, like anywhere from like zero to 200 days? Yeah, they're think? just sitting there hanging out waiting for vibration effectively. No, so um, the, the, the storm of fleas, if you've yeah. ever gone on holidays for a couple of weeks and, yeah. and come back in or, or gone to a house where there's been lots of fleas and you're the first person that sets foot in the place for, for a yeah. month or two um, and all of a sudden the, everything's alive with yes. fleas. Well, they've just been sitting there waiting, waiting, waiting for vibrations to let them um, hatch out and, and go to town. They're yeah. pretty nifty actually in the way that they can do that. Yeah, it's parasites really. I mean, they're little survivors. So, um, you know, we haven't um, successfully got rid of any parasite um, from the world at this stage. Yeah, so, I mean, they're, they're very effective at hiding away in little populations and making life uncomfortable for people mm. and pets. Yeah, We have done a podcast, I think it was actually our first episode on fleas and sort of flea facts and all of the um, – Information, because there is a lot of information. There's a lot of products. There's a lot of different ways to control and eradicate fleas in your household, on your pet. So we did a podcast much earlier on, on um, all on fleas, not just your winter fleas, (laughs) on all fleas on your dogs and cats. So um, if you're got a problem with fleas or you want to know more, jump on and have a listen to that one because that's going to cover it more in depth. Yeah, it covers it in depth, yeah. Yeah. But what's the main thing you want to talk about? Like get – it's really about reminding everybody to keep up that control. Yeah, it's a lot easier to prevent them than it is to treat them realistically and and for those reasons of if you knock off the first few, then you don't have troubles from there realistically. Um, And that includes, you know, all cats and dogs in the household because Mm -hmm. um, if a cat or dog isn't covered, uh, it could be the harbinger of fleas certainly. So, uh, you know, multitude of long-acting flea controls that you can use these days that are are very effective. And if you've already got a uh, winter flea or otherwise population breakout, uh, I mean, yeah, effective long-term control on the pets is, is definitely very important. Um, but environmental control as well to try and uh, get on top of the flea population as quickly as possible to make things as comfortable as possible is, is very important. And there's, again, a number of ways to do that with washing bedding and, and um, flea bombs inside in particular because that's the sort of the main area where they um, the populations build up for, for most pets these days is inside as opposed to outside. So they love living in your carpet and the crooks of the corners and under the bedding. Yeah, and in, anywhere, with the, anywhere your pet hangs out basically. Yeah. Um, I've seen lots of pets that come in to my practice and they've got lots of fleas and and they're sleeping in owners beds and that sort of thing which is not a great thought um but yeah they they hang out where your dogs hang out and part of the life cycle stage is the eggs um get laid in the environment they're not on the on the dog and those little um pupil uh larvae when they first hatch out they eat 
dried flea poop, essentially, that flea yeah. dirt, that little black specks of stuff that's on um, dogs that have got fleas. That's what they're eating. So they've got to have that um, food source in, you know, a bedding or Two, carpet yeah. or something like that. So the, the cleaner those things can be, it, it helps out. But yeah, it's hard to shampoo your carpets and everything yeah. else. Yeah. So what's your – the best recommendation is just keep that up all year round. Regardless, have treatment on our dogs and the environment. Basically, yeah. Keep your dogs and cats on long-term prevention, then you're never going to have any troubles, guaranteed. I mean, if you've got a strictly inside only cat that never sets foot outside and you've got no dogs yeah. in the household, you know, your flea contamination likelihood is very, very limited. Um, if you've true. got um, those same cats but you've got dogs that are coming in and out, okay, you know, the dogs are the potential um, harbages yes. of fleas so you can get them that way. And you know. so It's important to remember that that one, like your dog or someone else's dog or whatever runs into the house, it can easily drop one flea yep. and that starts it off. Yep. One female flea and all of a sudden your cat, few weeks later you've got your cat covered in fleas yeah absolutely and and you know even the pets that you know go outside but don't go outside the yard yeah. um and, and don't go anywhere as such i mean there's always you know cats from three doors down that pass yep. through your um yard at night and and you know dogs next door and they're um socializing you yeah. know through a fence and little fleas can and flit across yeah. that way and, and cause trouble so you know there's not many cats sorry there's not many pets live in complete isolation yes. realistically yeah and i think owners will often find it gobsmacking that they get fleas because they don't understand where it's come from yeah and look at I mean, and it's not visible you know you're not going to see them yeah, not go to the dog park and, and see a flea jump on your dog. That's, right. you know, that's not going to happen. But if you um, miss those first couple and, and you've got a breeding population, right. that's where the, the trouble sets in. Right. Yeah. Rightio. So, any other thoughts, Glenn? No, look at I mean, winter fleas, as I said, look, it's, it's a misnomer. Um, just keep up with your flea control and, and your pet's life will be much simpler right. and much happier, most likely. Yeah. So, even if you are in those really, really cold climates. Yep. Which we don't get cold enough really in Australia, very few places. And if it's really cold like that, it's more likely your pet's sitting on the couch. Inside. <laughs> it's so true. And yep. then they're in your carpet. Yeah. It doesn't take much, but keep it up. Like, that's all we can say. And then you might think, oh, I'll just have a three-month break over that winter month. But, yeah, you could be spending the next nine months trying to clean up the problem. Yeah, it's, um, it's not, worth the, not worth the hassle. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So I think that's it. We busted the winter flea myth. Myth busters. Yeah, that's us. <laughs> we get a TV show and blow stuff up. <laughs> but, all right, I think that's really all we got to say on the matter, but there's heaps of information in the Vet and Pet Direct Help Centre on flea control and flea eradication. There are a lot of products available to do so in forms of to get rid of your fleas and control the problems. You've got um, tablets, spot-on treatments, chewables, and they come for dogs, cats, and oh, there's washers, there's stuff to spray in your yard, your kennels. There is so much available out there. You just have to find what's right. What's most suitable for you. Yep. Yeah, what's suitable, I guess, for you and your pet. Yep. Um, but as I said, jump on the to the Help Centre. There's heaps of information there. And certainly have a listen to, I believe it was podcast one, um, of our flea um, refresher and flea facts to um, learn your stuff about fleas, really. And I hope that we helped with that. Oh, good. Thanks, guys. <laughs> okay, thanks. Bye.